Welcome, everybody, to another week and another episode of Ballin' Out Super! Superd. 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 Buenissimo. I'm your host, Lawson Phoenix, a.k.a. the Perfect Shade of Brown, a.k.a. the Man Who Conquered Fire, and with me is Benel Hermosen. Hey, that's me. Yes. Merry Christmas, all. Merry Christmas, everyone. Every time a bell rings, Goku finds a Dragon Ball. Um. <laughs> well, happy holidays. Oh, there's a plane. Can you hear, you hear that plane flying over me? Plane! Of course, I start the show and immediately a plane flies over me. God damn I mean, it, Alex Patak. I, I blame Alex Patak. It's his fault. Fly- the problem with Alex Attack, he's constantly flying. This man stay flying. <sighs> damn, damn him and his angel wings. Yeah, I'm gonna cut off one of his wings and turn him into Sephiroth. See the way, see the, the way you uh, defeat Alex Attack is you cut off his top knot. No, that's where his power is. That's where his power is. But he's such a about, lovely top knot. It's, it's weird how he. <laughs> Defaults to, you know, ritual instances seppuku when defeated. Well, you know, he's a traditionalist like that. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that about Alex Patak. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people know that <laughs> Alex Patak, uh, he practices the ancient samurai tradition of Bushido. Mm. And if defeated in battle, will have to commit a ritualistic seppuku. Hence why he's never been defeated. Yeah, that's why. You know. Imagine, bro, if you had to do that when you defeated, it really incentivizes you to never lose. I have a feeling this is this is a, just a, for you Japanese historical book. If, if Masamune uh, was defeated, he probably like uh, is it Masamune? Who's the dude, who's the samurai that like the Ronin that like? Oh, the historical one that everybody. Yeah, 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 the guy that got challenged to a fight. Uh, and uh, he's like, "All right, I'll 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 fight you on this island with and an oar. with an oar." Yeah, uh, Mus- oh, fuck Musashi. Musashi, yeah, I think it's Musashi. Yeah, I think if Musashi lost, he would just be like, "No, nah, I'm not committing suicide. That's not happening." <laughs> nah, not for me, Bo. No, no, for, no, fuck that. Shit. <laughs> like, do you think, <laughs> you think a lot of it? A lot of it was like, "No, nah, fuck that shit." <laughs> So By the like, end of his life, he was like, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> I think it's Miyoto, Miyamoto Masashi. The, yeah. the legend. I kind of love that, like... I like the idea that every, like, uh, heroic historical male figure wasn't nearly as badass as, like, people think. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like... Yeah, like, he's like, oh, you've been defeated. Yeah, but he's like, alright, well... I'm gonna head out. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, nah, nah, not gonna nah. seppuku. Nah, nah, that ain't me, dog. Uh, I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Like he apparently, uh, like the way he died is apparently he just like got up, like in his moment of death he got up, put on clothes, uh, grabbed his sword, grabbed his cane, sat down, stood outside, stood outside his patio, and just died. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think he did die of like 
I, I mean, you know, I think he. I don't want to say old age because I have a whole bit about how that's not a real. Oh way yeah, to like die, but like, I, he died at sixty-two in, in like the fucking Edo. Period. Like, yeah, he, he yeah. died at sixty-two in the Edo period. So yeah, it is old age. Old age for him. Yeah, he like yeah, he's, whatever happened to him wasn't he didn't die in a sword duel. No, he lived. In, he lived, He beat everyone in the sword duel. Yeah, and then and then just like yeah, I'm gonna die old by. Uh, historically, it was uh, assumed that he was homosexual because he didn't like write much about women, and I'm just like, mm. it could be he was like, he seemed like the kind of guy. Okay, how much? I want to know how much of history is just people who, who are neurodivergent doing shit, and then people say they're gay, and it's like, yeah, they just say they're gay or they're. <laughs> some cases they are gay, but in some cases, like no. That guy just has. That guy's just neurodivergent and has like and is very good at that one thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe he just uh, he just didn't kiss and tell. I don't know. Oh, maybe yeah, it could be that. Part of me is just like I'm sure there's just a bunch of neurodivergent people out there that were like, uh, he's the greatest of it. He's the greatest swordsman of all time, and he's just like. Quietly mm. stimming in the corner. He's like, that guy? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. You mean the dude that doesn't make eye contact? Yeah, that guy. He ain't trying to get pussy. He must be gay. Nah, he's just... Uh... Histori- historically, if you are a man and you didn't immediately try to get pussy, then you must be gay. And if you're a woman and didn't have a husband, then you must mm. just have a good friend that you... <laughs> a good friend from college that you that you live with. <laughs> That's the thing, is that, like... Historically, it seems like nobody thought any woman was gay, but they thought every man was gay who didn't just like fuck like fuck like a maniac, just like <laughs> or he, at least talk about how like talk about it a lot. I don't think he had kids. I think like yeah, must be gay. He, he didn't have kids. Oh, he must be gay. Never had any kids. Hmm? Yeah. Um, he adopted. He adopted. He dumped like a bunch of kids. It's such like a male, like a weird male point of view to be like, well, I mean, women couldn't like other women. They must like this dick. <laughs> All the women be coming after this dick, right? Fact: dick so good that other men want dick. <laughs> so if they talk about pussy. They gay. Everybody That's wants this dick. <laughs> That's how it works. Yes. Huh? Why wouldn't women like other women? Nah. They're just friends. They just <laughs> They a witch. Actually they they witches, actually. <laughs> that's how much they must like if you don't like dick, you must know magic. That's that's <laughs> for a woman to not like dick, she's gotta she's gotta have a cauldron and Two friends. <laughs> they they do magic. That's the rule. Anyway, Dragon Ball. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's how. It, yeah, we go. We pick it up. Episode. Well, actually, sorry. I I, I I'm sorry. This is my bad. Oh. I threw it to the wrong thing here. Before we move into Dragon Ball, Penny G, I know you're excited every week when we have a, a new list from CBR. <laughs> 
the best <laughs> CBR, the best list makers on the internet. Um, <clears throat> this week's topic: ten best modern Christmas movies. Now, I know you might be asking, Benel, what constitutes modern? Well, according to this here list, which uh, was published December twentieth, twenty twenty-two, so a year to the day. Everything this century, this millennia. <laughs> so it's a wonderful life. Hit the bricks. Miracle on 34th Street. Fuck off. Home Alone. Peace out. And Die Hard. Hit the road. Uh, these are all movies from this millennia, aka modern. <laughs> so, top 10 modern Christmas movies, Benny G. I expect you to get three of these, and that's it. I don't think I think my over-under is that you'll get three of these. Alright, uh, Love Actually. It is on here. It is All number right. eight, and let me just say, fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah, that movie sucks. Uh, Bill Nye is great in that movie, but everything else in that movie is bad. There's some good performances, but it's the dog shit movie. Like, <laughs> it's dog shit movie. Uh, Elf. Yeah, uh, how high is it here? I think it's it's a nine. It's behind Love Actually. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad Santa. Yes, Bad Santa. The original one is number two. It features raunchiness and a career best performance from Billy Bob Thornton. That's right, move over, Sling Blade. Oscar award Some call it Kaiser. Some folks call it Kaiser Blade, I call it a Sling Blade. I just rewatched uh, the short film that that movie was based on recently, and it's really fucking good. Anyway, <clears throat> so you already got three, so you already hit the quota that I thought you'd do. So everything oh, yeah, from here out more. is you. Yeah, go ahead. I got more. Uh, the Family Man. The Family Man. Uh, I don't think that's on here. Damn. Unless no Nicholas Cage. No Nicholas Cage. Uh, n- yeah, it is. It is not. It's not on here. No Nicholas Cage. Damn. Uh, I already said Elf, right? Yeah, that was number nine. Okay. Uh, the Grinch stole Christmas. Ding, 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 ding! We have a winner. How the Grinch Stole Christmas adds to the original story. It just hits the mark. It came out in 2000, and it's number seven. So you got seven, eight, nine, and two. Elf, Love Actually, The Grinch, and Bad Santa. All right. This is the last one I'm trying, because I don't know any more Christmas movies other than this. Okay. The Polar Express. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. The Polar Express used extensive CGI. That's number six. Came out in 2004. So you got six, seven, eight, nine, and two. And... Um, uh, as, uh, I've been, uh, received this warning, we're going to restart the call and come back right after these messages. This break in the action is brought to you by the Leong and Leong's, a professional wrestling podcast hosted by Lawson Leong and Katie Rose Leong. Listen on Spotify and soon on iTunes once Lawson figures that shit out. That's right, Benny G. We're back. Uh, so... Those are all the Christmas movies you know, so I can just read down the rest of the list for you if you'd like. Yeah, go for it. Sure. So, number 10 from 2020. Happiest Season. 
Have you heard of this film? What fucking film is that? <laughs> it's a Hulu original, baby. Fuck you. Stars everybody's favorite uh, queer, Kristen Stewart. Huh? What? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> It's on the list we want for me, bro. Look at this you cast. Can't. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Name a movie that no one is her love that was on Hulu like Yeah, who originally three years ago. Is is that like the writer like did the writer of this article write that movie? Yes. Like, for sure. I think so, yeah. And I was like number ten is fucking this movie I wrote, yes, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Uh, I will say though, the, check out this cast. This is a, they got Kristen Stewart, everyone's favorite uh, lesbian, and then we got Mackenzie Davis, who like looks like she would be Kristen Stewart's girlfriend. Like great yeah. casting there. Uh, then we have fucking uh, Dan Levy, Aubrey Plaza, Allison Brie. Uh, so, um. Yeah, it received positive reviews for its cast and because it's about lesbians. So, there you go. Um, but no, you know what's crazy about this movie? Guess what the plot is of this movie, Beno? What is this the movie about? The movie? This movie about... Let me just tell you, uh, this lesbian couple, Chris Stewart and Mackenzie Davis, they're going to go to Mackenzie meet... She's going to meet Mackenzie Davis' parents for the holidays. And guess what the conflict is, Beno? What is the conflict? Mackenzie Davis... Has not told her parents she's gay. I know! I know! I was shocked, too! <laughs> what a plot! <laughs> Who thinks of this stuff? <laughs> what, wait, wait, they're gonna meet her parents, but she hasn't told them that she's gay? Oh, fuck. What's gonna happen when her oh, okay. rich oh, white oh, parents oh. fucking right. find out? Another. What's gonna happen when her wealthy fucking five-story house living parents find out Bro. that their daughter likes pussy? I, you know, I the um, the, the the brother. I love you. Uh, I love this because it was like directed by Clay. I'm like looking it up the information. It's directed by Clay Duvall. Okay, and it's like, yeah. I'm Wait. sure it's charming. It says it's a charming movie. I'm sure it is charming. I watched. I, I did. I will say. Oh, I, I watched I'm sure the trailer. It's well acting. I'm sure it's well acted. I actually I'm watched sure the trailer, and I, I I was like, this looks like a fun thing to watch, actually. But I just this plot. I, I look 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 now. I I am a straight man. I do have a gay uh, family member, but I feel like this plot and it's like my pro. I know this really happens. My problem is not that this doesn't happen. I know this happens, but it's every single fucking time gay couple meets one of their parents. It's just, it happens in every fucking gay movie. I, well, I'm excited for the get out of this of this story. Like yes, the gay version of Get Out. I Thank want, you. I want that. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I want. want. Yeah, that'd be. F- I want the gay version of Get Out. <laughs> that's what we need. We need Kristen Stewart to be like, yeah, the. One of the the siblings is like asked to like a lot of really weird personal questions. It's just like too then, into this. It's just like too into gay people. Yeah, they're just like, oh, we love that you're gay. We think it's fantastic. We just, you know, my favorite politician is Hillary Clinton or whatever the fuck. <laughs> whatever the fuck. Uh, anyway, I. Yeah, the get out version of this movie, that is what I, that's that's not, that's never what this is gonna be. It's like a Christmas, it's a lighthearted whatever. And I'm not I'm not 
I, I mean, I am making fun of this movie for that, but it's not, it's not just this movie. It's like every fucking <laughs> gay couple movie is like this. It's like, <laughs> oh, I didn't tell my parents I'm gay, and I just brought you here, so now you have to pretend you're like we're just friends. And how isn't that awkward? <laughs> the comedic goldmine, Bernal, of pretending. Yeah, you're just friends with your girlfriend or boyfriend. Um, you know what's funny about that is like that was a lot of people's lives for most of. I know like, that's why I'm saying like I <laughs> I know that happened a lot historically, but I just feel like it's the plot of every one of these movies now. It's like there's no anyway, anyway. Um, so, uh, so that's number ten. Sorry, so number nine was Elf. I thought it would be higher. People really regard this movie pretty highly, but I, it was some people's childhood favorites. Yeah, uh, I sometimes feel like Elf is kind of overrated, but I do enjoy it. So, um, I, get, I mean, it, I don't watch Christmas movies, so this does nothing for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, Will Ferrell—he he does a dance. He's a grown man who's an elf. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Love Actually. Fuck this movie. Uh, number seven. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I love this movie as a kid, but it's it's weird. It's a weird fucking movie. Oh, it's an odd fucking duck. It's so weird. There's a lot of weird shit to have. Like, yeah, yeah. There's like a Jim Carrey is also weird. Yeah, in that movie. I got a. It's totally <laughs> dissonant. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Because it looked like Jim Carrey is great because he was not. He was okay with being ugly as fuck for that movie. Yeah, like he was down to clown. Being a real dickhead asshole in that movie and not having redeeming qualities until the end. Yeah. Um, which you don't really fucking see, but it, it also is like, it does feel a little bit like, you know, like a, uh, it feels like a little bit like a car commercial sometimes. Like sometimes it'll look like, I, okay, you're selling me something here. It, it also feels like one step away from a horror movie. Yeah, it, it gets really close. <laughs> like if you edit the trailer with different music, you could see it definitely being like a horror movie, right? Like I think that's that's why I like about the Grinch is that he, that he is terrifying. He's like a monster. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's. I mean, the the classic cartoon Grinch, I always loved as a kid, and then when they made this movie, I loved Jim Carrey, so I was like really into this, and I thought all of his Carrey-sisms, whatever you want to call them. But yeah, one. Were <laughs> yeah, one of the things is like he does do a thing that actors don't do, which is he acts through the makeup, which is, like, a lot of... Like, Ron Perlman can do it, Doug, Doug Jones can do it. Yeah. But not a lot of actors can act through, through heavy makeup, and Jim Carrey is like, I'm acting with my entire face. Who played Who played Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, Bill Nye. But he wasn't in heavy makeup. He, he, he uh, was in CGI'd. He was but in it CGI'd. looked fucking good, though. Yeah, because, like... <laughs> it looked fucking you know, good. Bill Nye, because Bill Nye is, like, acting through... CGI. He's like still acting yeah. with his face. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. You're right. This is um, yeah. Pearl, Pearl, yeah, Perlman's the other great one. Hellboy. Um. Uh, number six, Polar Express. Never saw this movie. Never had interest in it. To be honest. Yeah. Not, no, um. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was like a CGI kids. I did see Beowulf, which was uh, also Zemeckis. He like did that right after. I heard that was mid. It was mid as shit, but also yeah. that Beowulf. The Beowulf story's mid as shit, so... Uh, oh, shit on a classic, Benel. It is you a said classic fuck Beowulf. <laughs> it is a classic because it's basically the first, like, you know, historically one of the... Like, I would say it's it, an early it's what, story, it, yeah. It's an early fantasy adventure romp. Yeah. But the problem is, it's two different stories kind of patched together through the through history. It's weird. It has, like, it's weird. It doesn't have three acts. It has, like, two acts. 
It has two acts. And it's strange. <laughs> it's a weird way to structure a story. Um, yeah, it's, it definitely feels like there's two stories in there. Yeah. Uh, and them joining, like, kind of given, like, a rationale for, like, you know, Beowulf being the king a- after killing Grendel's mother makes kind con- well, killing Grendel's mother makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. There's Ray Winstone, like, kicks ass in that role. Just really is, brings gravitas and shit. But it is like a movie that falls apart in the second half. Mm. I hear you. Uh, and then number five is The Holiday. A predictable but feel-good Christmas movie starring Kate Winslet. I didn't remember that this movie existed. Yes. Uh, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Jack Black. Okay. Um, number four, I'd never heard of this movie. Uh, Single All the Way. That's right, that's what it's called. <laughs> it's, uh, it's another, it's, uh, 2021. Uh, it's a, uh, another LGBTQ plus, uh, story. Uh, I guess it's an ensemble. Uh, pictures them in an everyday setting. Um... And yeah, I don't. Yeah, this it's, is a rom com, I guess. Uh, number three is Krampus. I thought this was one you might be able to remember. It's from 2015. The I fucking love Krampus. Michael Doherty, who directed uh, Trick or Treat, which is my favorite film. Yes, uh, co- uh, the horror comedy earned uh, best horror film at the Saturn Awards in 2016. So, um, number two, Bad Santa. You did get which we. Um, and number one, I don't know why this is number one. I I haven't seen this, I don't think. I don't think I've seen this. I think I, this is... I've seen the other two movies in this trilogy. But this is the third and final of Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. 2011. I feel like there's no way this movie is, like, as good as some of the others on this list. But, I mean... Sure. Um... And, uh, so yeah, that's the top 10 modern Christmas films. Um, with that being said, Benny G, should we dive into this week's episode? Well, I want to point out that oh. they didn't put fucking gremlins on this list, which shows you how you get it's, this uh, list. it's from the 80s, bro. Yeah, you're right. So it has to be from 2000. So yeah. what we've learned is that modern films are terrible. <laughs> Love actually, love actually was always going to be on here, but it doesn't change the fact that it fucking sucks. So we we learned that Christmas is terrible. There hasn't been like there hasn't been a good Christmas movie since like Die Hard or Gremlins, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bad Santa's good. Actually, Bad Santa's good. I've never liked any of the bad movies. Not my kind of comedy. It's not my kind of comedy. But it has heart, too, Benel. Everyone says that, and I'm like, yeah, but he's like a shitty person. Like, yeah, he is. So it doesn't matter. Like, I don't but it has the kid. It has the kid in there. Yeah, but the kid's also shitty. So, like, I don't know. No, care. the like, kid's neutral. Well, he's kind of like, he's, he's, he's like naive, I guess you could say. Yeah. It has, yeah, what's her no. name from uh, the Gilmore the Girls? One thing that, uh, because of Bad Santa, we got shit like Bad Teacher and then... You know, okay. Here's okay, but to I, be I fair, Benel, I can't ever forgive you. Okay, here's the thing, Benel. It spawned a lot of bad bads, like bad, like yeah. But the original one was good. I promise. <laughs> Trust. The bad Santa, the OG, is good. Yeah. Um. 
Elf is Elf is solid, I guess. If not overrated, I would say. Uh, yeah, the Grinch is weird. What what was? Uh, you like Krampus, right? I've never seen it. I love Krampus. Yeah, it's Michael Doherty. I love Michael yeah. Doherty. Yeah. Um, Krampus rules. Krampus yeah. rules, and I'm amazed they didn't do more. Like, I'm amazed that film didn't fucking take off. It's a hard comedy, Bill. And I, you know, it's the closest thing to a modern gremlin. It's people people aren't into horror comedies, I feel like, you know? Well, yeah. Except for Ghostbusters, apparently. I mean, yeah, well, the original one. Well, I guess they're making more of those new ones, right? Making more of those new ones. Word. I wasn't a huge fan of that <laughs> that new one, but... Uh, is it because it was fucking navel-gazing and just stared up at the ass and shit? Kinda? Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. I mean... <laughs> the point of Ghostbusters is it's scary Cthulhu shit, but it's average-ass plumbers. It's like, yeah. what if what if your plumber fought the undead? Basically, yeah. And they kinda... Now it's just like, because it's not written by plumbers. It, it's not written by kids of plumbers. It's written by kids of filmmakers. Yeah. So it's like now it has all this fucking romanticism and, you know, fucking looking up its own asshole about fucking... I, I, about I, silly nonsense. Yeah, I, I think... I think if you, like, grew up on something, you shouldn't, like, write a remake of it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and maybe that's like unfair to say across the board. I don't, don't want to shit on Ivan Reitman. Like you know, his dad. Like this is how he, um, this is like for his dad and shit. Or Ivan Reitman or is this kid? Who's this kid called? I I don't know to be honest. Jason Reitman. Yeah, I don't want to like the shit on Jason Reitman because like this is how he he pays honor to his dad. Like, Afterlife is, like, how he pays honor to his dad, which is, like, great, but it's, like, yeah, but it's, like, so divorced about what the thing actually is. You should have just made your own movie. should do a different movie that's not called Ghostbusters, and then Ghostbusters be silly nonsense. I think also it's, like, all the narrative around Ghostbusters were that was that, like, oh, we're doing Lady Ghostbusters, therefore whatever. <laughs> I, it was like I don't know why this movie existed. Like, <laughs> like the whole time I was just like I don't know why this movie is happening. Anyway, yeah, I mean I got nothing for it. Like I got nothing for the series. Yeah, <laughs> yes. No, I know it's. Uh, yeah, we don't have to. Anyway, wake me, wake me up when they do the Back to the Future remake. That's gonna suck too. Yeah, yeah. It's like why, <laughs> why? Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, let's dive into this week's episode. Yeah. Of the Dragon Baller. Bum, 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 bum. All right. <laughs> Listo, Benel? I am ready to go. Episode 33! Jesus. So instead, of, instead of picking up where we left off last episode, Goku falling to his death, we come in on Colonel Silver attacking them whites. Attacking them. Attack the whites. Attacking them. 
getting a sweat on, getting a pump, pump, hitting that. First of all, he's gonna hit the approach. He's gonna get his gains, and then he's gonna flex. Jim Rat, Colonel mm-hmm. Silver. Not not pictured him setting up his camera so they <laughs> so he can say <laughs> so he can film his workout routine. He's gonna put this shit on Instagram. Yeah, for real. It's it's all all for his brand. Mm-hmm. The okay. Colonel Silver th- Colonel Silver three sixty <laughs> brand. We're gonna work out like a Colonel Colonel Silver. And he like does the over the shoulder smile. I don't. Hey, I don't have much of a personality other than I'm being a mysterious figure in this army. But when I attack them weights, I use neutrophil. I use neutrophil. X X X X X L protein powder. Yeah, I'm never gonna take. I'm never gonna eat that ever in my life. And I, because I don't need to get big. Look, when it comes to working out, I need to work out so my body doesn't fall apart. Yeah, same. <laughs> the aesthetics of this business is unnecessary to me. I'm doing this so my knees and joints don't explode. Yeah. Uh, Silver continues his workout routine with some heavy bag training and then some light sparring where he abuses a black person. Mm, just a little bit. An incredibly par- <laughs> problematic depiction of a black person, which was a style at the time. Yeah, that's how that's how we did things back then. It's and by we, I mean it, Japanese. <laughs> so, uh, the grandfather of uh, a fucking anime, Azumo Tenzuka, worked at Disney, and that's where he that's where he was taught to draw black people. The best place to learn, I would say. If you yeah, the absolutely best place to learn. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. That's like, that's where they, uh... Really, where they, uh... Really, really showed you. And to this day, they yep. still sometimes... The fucking, what's her name in the... Uh, Promise Neverland... Oh God, yeah, no, that lady. Yeah, thank God she was a. Thank God she was a good, like a well-realized character because she was a fucking. Yeah. Fuck that. She was a good character. Her design was fucking. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing about that design. I think the character, because the design was what it was, I think that helped actually the character be as good as she was because it was like, yeah, she isn't what she appears to be, which is a literal. Literally a mammy. Literally a mammy, yeah. Like, her whole thing is like, she's a mammy, but she's sinister. Yes, and, and uh, thoughtful. Man, that's... I uh, Promise Neverland needs another shot, because that second season was fucking trash. The worst season of anime I've ever seen in my life. I've literally never seen... I've From the highest of highs to what we've got, I, I, I cannot... Like, I've never seen a worse anime. Yeah. Like, I, I've never seen it. Season 2 of Promise Neverland, I think, I can honestly say, is the worst anime adaptation that's ever happened. I don't think... I mean, people talk about One Punch Man, it's like, you're bro, you're not even in the same realm <laughs> of badness that Promise Neverland dipped into in Season 2. Like, it's... I can't believe it ha- I can't believe it got made, or happened. 
I don't like, yeah. it's, I'm I'm gobsmacked that it was adapted like that. It's just yeah, legitimate. Man. Christ. Yeah, talk about like, a show that needs another shot. Hey, yeah, that show definitely needs another shot. They can I'll be honest, they could keep the uh, first season. We just need a retake on the second season. And onward, yeah. Yeah, get you know, get Mappa to do it and have them beat some animators to death to get it done. <laughs> we'll get it done in four months. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> Give it to Mappa. They'll get they'll get an entire remake done in four months. Ben Falbo messaged me that uh, Mappa is the the WWE of animation <laughs> studio. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Where where's the lie? God damn. Oh my god. Uh unfortunately new season of Jujutsu Kaisen is fire. <laughs> it's so fire. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good and it makes me mad. What was Michael Jackson's dad name again? Uh fucking George Jackson? George? Is it George Jackson? Yeah. So, is George Jackson the Mappa of parents? Yeah, I mean... I think so. Mm. Or is Mappa the George Jackson of Animation Studios? Joe Jackson. That's his name. Oh, it, it is Joe Jackson. See, yeah. I've, my, I, had a, I've, I thought it was either George or Joe, and I thought George, because... Joe Jackson was a baseball player. Sure was Joe Jackson. And I was like, so that made me think it wasn't, there weren't two Joe Jacksons. But of course there are. <laughs> sure was Joe Jackson. And also Joe Jackson, the guy that's uh, beat Michael into him that note. I hope, I hope the beating Michael part is in his uh, Wikipedia. That would be, that would suck if it was scrubbed. Left off? Yeah. Yeah. I have a theory, a game theory, What's the actually, theory? Uh, that he sexually abused Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. He, he, I I think here's the thing, because apparently he was fucking groupies in the room next to, like, in the room next to Michael when Michael was, like, eight. Ah. Yeah, so that fuck, that probably fucked up Michael. But yeah. Michael was probably abused by someone. Like, he was probably abused by someone. Oh, yeah, he, I think he was, he was abused by somebody, because... Someone abused him. He was in the industry as like a child, and then yeah, he, that, yeah, yeah. That's that's how you get fucked up. That's how you end up ushered. Is, uh, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you end up ushered. That's how that's how that happens. Mm. Yeah, it's sad. It's yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what is it about the entertainment industry that uh, makes people who work in it evil by default? Uh, people that find great success. In certain places, feel like they're above the law and untouchable, and therefore they do whatever they want to do to people rem- and feel like they just can. Just remember, people, no matter what happens, you could get beaten up. There's someone in the world that could beat the shit out of you, and you would be unable to stop them. Yeah, but people don't feel that way once they get to a certain position of yep. power. This is why I offer my services. For a small fee, I will beat the shit out of any celebrity you want. <laughs> just really kick the shit out of them. PewDiePie pissing you off? I will break into his house. <laughs> Why? What did PewDiePie do? Mark Piller? 
giving you giving you don't like his face. Markiplier don't like you don't like his face. I will break one. I will break one or several bones. What about Hassan? Hell, Hell I might. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, fuck it. Hassan can get it too. I don't care. <laughs> For the right price. For the right price, I'll kill whoever you want, sir. You're just a hitman. <laughs> Sure, that's called being a hitman, and you're gonna go to life in prison. <laughs> you're gonna go to jail forever, <laughs> like forever. <laughs> but what? What about my YouTube channel? <laughs> well, someone starts a YouTube channel where they just like take donations for putting out hits on other YouTubers. <laughs> How fast would that be shut down, or would it not be shut down that fast? <laughs> Mr. Beast, I paid a hitman to kill other YouTubers. <laughs> Mr. Beast, I paid a hitman to kill me within 24 hours. If I can outrun him. He's already done that, Benel. <laughs> already, you really did? Yes. He's done that already. <laughs> That's the thing. You can't jump the shark with this man. He's already jumped it. Like, he literally... He paid a hitman to kill him, bro. Wait, motherfucker. He did. He, he literally... Did. Yes, yes, no, he that. really did. Yes, he did. Yes. He really did. I mean, I don't know if he really did. Like, there must have been some caveat, but like, yeah, I mean, he hired a hitman to kill him. I'm reading the news article now. He hired a fucking hitman to kill him, bro. He's a fucking maniac. He can't be... St- he's unstoppable. And this is the god... Of, and this is the god of our Gen Zers? <laughs> This is their king? Is this your king? This is the king? This man is too dangerous. First of all, the fact that he found a hitman. Of course he could find a hitman. He's got like millions of dollars. It's not... (laughs) Hitmen don't come cheap. You have to have at least like... Well, actually, I don't know. I'm sure. You have to have either connection or a lot of money to know how to get to a hitman. Damn, I did not know that Mr. Beast actually paid an assassin to kill him. He paid an assassin to kill him, bro. Did the I mean I assume the assassin got him. Well like, I, I guess. I don't know. I paid a genetics lab to clone me in ten years and then send a clone after me with no memory of his lo- of my life. Ten <laughs> year old Mr. Beast shows up at his door. With a fucking pistol. I paid paid a cult to summon a Catholic entity so that I can view them on my channel. (laughs) The Catholic entry gets super popular. He starts a streaming channel. Hey, welcome to to the King of Mouths. He runs for office. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Keeping Mouths streaming uh, show. It's, It's me, the King of Mouths. We're gonna be playing some Fallout today. Fallout New Vegas. Thank you for the subs. Thank you for the Thank you for the subscription. I really appreciate it. Really keeps the channel going. I have a thousand mouths, and they all need to be fed individually. <laughs> I have a thousand mouths. If uh, this weekend I'm gonna be doing an overnight stream, 24 hour stream for charity. Half the nations go to charity. The other half go to all my mouths. Um. Anyway, uh, 
Connor is 6249. Thank you for the eight bitties. You will eventually have to do the apology video. Oh, I'm very excited to announce this. Next week, we're doing a collaboration with. We're going to have AOC. We're going to play Pico Park. AOC is going to be there. So you want to. See yeah, me and AOC can help you, you know, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So, as you as many of you know, recently I've been uh dealing with some toxicity online regarding the time I devoured the children's hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to say <laughs> YouTube video. Uh here's a song about how I didn't actually do that. It takes, takes out a yeah, small here, guitar. Here. <laughs> I my publicist says I could I shouldn't talk about it, but uh, he didn't say anything about singing about it. <laughs> it takes out a very small ukulele or whatever. <laughs> he tries to play it, but he can't because he has a thousand mouths and no hands. <laughs> Strings it with his teeth, breaks it, and breaks it halfway through. Ah. Uh, well, I guess you get the idea, anyways. <laughs> PewDiePie forgets his name. Moist Critical reacts to <laughs> Thousand Miles Apology video. <laughs> H-Bomber Guy makes a, makes a video about H-Bomber it. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> this streamer <laughs> hit the ground running in 2024 <laughs> when he was summoned by Mr. Beast. Since then, his channel has amassed <laughs> over 2 million views. <laughs> He's right behind Ninja as a Fortnite streamer. <laughs> but what really happened to Thousand Mouths? God damn. That's fucking funny, bro. That, like, that my face hurts. I don't think we can do the rest of the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't All started right. Dragon Ball, by the way. <laughs> we haven't started. We just, we're up to the part where Carol Silver beats up a black dude. That's where we're going. Oh, yeah. We did start it. You're right. But I, I forgot. That's how we got here. <laughs> <sighs> One thing anyway. about this is the boxing animation is really good, so it does make me want to watch a sports anime about boxing. Hajime no Ippo? Yeah. Or Megalobox, those are like the two that I know of. Yeah, every anime has like two, every sport has two animes about them. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you know. dogs in them, you know? Hajime no Ippo and Megalobox, those are two. You gotta pick two. Inside like, of you, uh, there are two animes. One's Hajime no Ippo, one's Mechala Box. Which yeah. one do you feed? If you're a sports anime, you gotta be like either Stan, Slam Dunk or uh, Ahiro no Dora. Like, those are your two. You probably go with Slam Dunk. Slam Dunk is the better one. Yeah, I hear Slam Dunk's the fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the goat. Better than Kuroko uh, no basketball. I, I mean, I like, we, like, Eye Shields is like. Eye Shields 21 is like. Is that your. Like, everyone. everyone I do find Ice Shield 21 funny. Is Ice Shield 21 about soccer or football? Football. Like American American football. football. Yeah, okay. That, Ace, that was like, Ace of Diamond. Ace of Diamond, man. Ace of fucking Diamond. Haiku is still the best of. Haiku is volleyball, right? Still the top tier yeah. sports anime of all time. Still the best. One day I'll, I'll watch some Haikyuu. But that won't be today. And here's another message from our sponsors. 
subscribe to youtube.com slash at Lawson Comedy today. Uh, Silver, Kellerinal Silver's informed that Commander Red wishes to speak to him while el- elsewhere, Goku uh, has been thrown off the Flying Fortress and saved by King Taun, who is now resting underneath the shade of a tree. When Goku wakes up, he remembers everything from the previous episode where he uh, was knocked off of Pilot's Flying Fortress uh, and passes out. Meanwhile, Silver has a meeting with the mysterious Commander Red, who reminds him that caution is the key to victory, er, and in order for him to control the world, he's going to need all seven one seven of those Dragon Balls. He then co- shows Silver a the world map, which finally we get a look at the Dragon Ball Z world map. Commander Red tells Silver to get those Dragon Balls even at the cost of his own life before throwing a knife at him to illustrate, that, illustrate his point. When Silver entered the room, Commander Red's, like, cat thing yeah. attacked him and, like, gave him a cut underneath the eye, and then Commander Red was like, Aha, very good. The last person that entered lost their eye to that. And it's like, bro, is this how you, like, you, this is like you test people with your weird cat familiar? By yeah, attacking bro, them? A- like- <laughs> Anybody that can't stop the cat is too weak. I guess. Alright, sure. Um, and then he throws a knife right over his head. I don't remember Commander Red being this, like, um, strong. Yeah, I, don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember this either. I don't think he's supposed to be this strong. I think he was kind of like, more of like a, like a, like a, uh, like a middle manager figurehead. Guy, right? so, yeah, yeah, not like the actual strongest guy in the organization, but whatever. This happened. Yeah. Colonel Silver musters his army and rolls out with tanks, tumblers, Humvees, and the like. That's about a thousand point army, uh, so he's ready for an incursion game. If you play Warhammer, you get that joke. Big Warhammer fans. Yeah, big Warhammer fans in the in the group chat. Uh, Goku continues his search for the Dragon Ball on Kintong Un when he gets hungry and gets himself something to eat. Snagging a fruit from a tree, Goku is ready to bite down when a hungry monkey steals his fruit and climbs up the tree. Goku gives chase to discover that the monkey is actually feeding his monkey child. So Goku leaves well enough alone. Unfortunately, the monkey child falls out of the tree and injures himself. While an erstwhile panther stalks the monkey child, uh, the monkey child and mother duo, Goku intervenes and scares the panther away, but not before passing out out of hunger. The hungry monkey... He's the monkey, hungry. The monkey that child, in gratitude, gives Goku food in the form of uh, fruit, and is soon joined by the entire monkey village, which feeds Goku a monkey bounty. They give, yeah, they have a little uh, fruit uh, banquet with Goku, who is, of course, the monkey king. So yeah. it makes sense. If we say monkey like Frieza, then it's a hate crime. Yeah. That yeah, yeah, he's yeah, Frieza's race, he's space Hitler. But he's racist. <laughs> space racist. Yeah, he goes beyond racism, I think. Um Man, space racism, like yo, you can figure out faster than light travel, but racism Racism still stops you. Still stops you. A you guy think- <laughs> has has a slightly different brow and jawline than you, and that's what stops you? You think there's anybody out there who ever committed a genocide, but was like, but I'm not racist, though. Yes, absolutely. Like, it was strictly business. To to be racist, you have to 
assume that like people think that racists are people that like consider people lesser than you. That's not true. Like genocide, people that commit genocide don't consider them people at all. Mm. Yeah. It's not racism to them because you're not human. Which is like the ultimate form of racism. <laughs> no, like, like that's hyper racism. It's the the fastest way to let humans commit atrocities against each other is to convince them that other people aren't people. It's the direct line yeah. to get people to commit atrocities. Even faster than self interest. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, faster self-interest is, like, if I could commit... Because people want to, like, you know, abuse... They just want to abuse people because they're evil um, at their baseline. Uh, like, they're starting... Human beings start evil and then get... Whoa, Burnell. You telling me this baby is evil? Yeah. Look at that baby. If it could eat you, it would. But it can't. It could just drink milk. Yeah, well, if you... Or milk, he would drink you. <laughs> what type of logic is that? No, I'm not milk, motherfucker. I'm a person. <laughs> it's incredible logic, though. <laughs> that's very. That's uh, a feel strong. Like... <laughs> that's a strong play. That's a very strong play. If you were milk, it would drink you. <laughs> if you were milk, um, if you were a bottle of milk, that baby's the most dangerous thing in the world. <laughs> but we're not. We're human beings. <laughs> the idea that this baby's like a danger to you because you're milk. Yeah. You're like, oh fuck no. <laughs> like a baby. Like, oh my god, imagine like a fucking baby. Like a milk bottle with like googly eyes and shit. He's like, yeah. oh, safe for another day. And then he sees a baby. <laughs> Oh no! No, please, no, no! The baby sucks him dry. His eyes, yeah, his, googly, uh... his googly eyes, go shut forever. <laughs> the baby does like the two fingers on the googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, that's great. That's <laughs> that's amazing. Real, real, that's real. That's real, and I really enjoyed. It. All right. All right. Yeah. The fuck? What the fuck is going on? Meanwhile, the Red Ribbon Army tracks down the Dragon Ball to the same forest that Goku finds himself in, uh, and begins to search high and low for the Dragon Ball. Goku eats his soul and falls asleep. And the monkey villagers discover the five-star Dragon Ball in a tree. While investigating the Dragon Ball, it falls loose from the tree and is taken by the monkeys who play with it in the forest. Yep. When Goku next awakens, he discovers that he is alone, surrounded by half-eaten food, and the Dragon Ball seems to be moving away. We've all been there. Yep. We've all been there, bro. At Master Roshi's Island, Krillin continues his training by doing... By doing 1,000 push-ups with two turtles and Master Roshi on his back. This is pretty mm. impressive. Krillin gives up at 999 and Lunch calls him in for lunch, which is a giant ice cream sundae. It's just like the most ice cream you've ever seen. Yeah. So, uh, I, it can't be a good lunch. Like No. 
You can't walk. You have to walk away. You're not like satisfied. No, He's you're there. just your shits are awful after that. Yeah, it's gotta be painful. Mm-hmm. This is a painful, painful. It's like shitting a block shit. of ice after that. God damn, man! I, that that I, the diarrhea I would get from eating that much ice cream would fucking kill me. Yeah. Like I die of dysentery. Probably yes. Fucking ouch. Yeah, that that would that would suck ass. Roshi, uh, lays some lore pipe here, baby. Yeah, Roshi lays some lore pipe explaining the origins of Dragon Ball to Krillin. Uh, it it is believed that in the past, God the gods gave the Dragon Balls to humans. The the humans worshipped the Dragon Ball, but soon humans began using the Dragon Ball for evil. Which is, yeah, of course, it's an unlimited wish machine. Yeah, who gonna see that coming? <laughs> yeah, fucking. So the gods separated the Dragon Balls into seven parts, but greedy people continue to search for them to this day. Um, yeah, if you just make an unlimited wish machine with no restrictions, mm-hmm. evil people will then use it. Yep. They will. It's, this is a weird lore pipe for this, because I don't know what it really adds to the whole thing. It really doesn't add anything. I don't think it's just like, oh, there used to be one ball. And now, but there were, now there's seven. Now there's seven. It's like that was it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give him the old Saitama. <laughs> yeah, like, what? All right. Um, I like the the push up scene with Krillin because in the English, he's like 96, 97, 98, 99, and then he collapses. And I remember thinking like. I feel like Krillin, even with two turtles and Roshi on his back, could do more than 100 push-ups. But then Roshi goes, 999, is that all you could do? And I'm like, oh, that makes sense, yeah. It was 10 yeah. times that amount. <laughs> so, that was cool. I also yeah, love how much is. Krillin is down for Goku when they bring up Goku. Krillin's yeah. like, yeah, Goku's the, the shit. He's awesome. <laughs> he, he actually laments that he's not as strong as Goku. He's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not as strong as Goku. Launch tells him, yeah, Launch is actually a good friend when she's not blonde. She's like, don't worry, you can't compare yourself to Goku. He's That kid, that kid ain't normal. And Krillin's yeah, like, you're right, he ain't. He's mm-hmm. he's the goat. Your motherfucker's a stud. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Stud. Got that. Got it swinging. Launch asks Roshi why he hasn't pursued Dragon Ball, but Roshi uh, is content with his life. Uh, except for the fact that he wants to see Lunch's panties. That's his only wish. Krillin is, of course, skeptical by this, and Roshi sends him to continue his training. Of course he does. Krillin continues to think about the Dragon Ball as he trained, even Lunch having uh, thoughts about the Dragon Balls and how neat it would be to have them. Yep. Uh, They all surmise what they would do with one wish. Krillin wishes for strength. Launch thinks about a couple of different things like world peace, and Roshi just thinks about one thing. Every, all all turtle hermits think think this one thing. God, all turtle hermits—they just have one thing on their mind. These turtle one hermits. One thing on their mind. That's why you can't date them. Mm-hmm. That's why you gotta hit it and quit it. Yep. It'd be funny if, like, Master Roshi's, like, this, lure, this, like, lurid guy, but he just, like, he's he's lurid because he's, like, never had sex. Like, he's actually a virgin? Yeah, he's actually a virgin. <laughs> Been a virgin the entire Damn. time. Damn. 
that'd be rough. For, yeah, that, that, the Riz Master. Yeah, that'd be that'd be hard. That'd be hard to deal with. No Riz Roshi. Full on Glazer Roshi. God damn! <laughs> Just call them Glazer. Call me Glazer. 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 Balmy Glazer. I still, Balmy Blazer is still like one of the lines that's stuck in my head. (laughs) Balmy Blazer. Yeah. God damn, that's a good movie. It really Uh, is. It's a great movie. Unfortunately, Vince Vaughn is in it, but it's a good movie. Yeah, he stays out of the way, though. Yeah, that's the thing. He He just stays out of the way for the funny people to be funny. Yeah, all the funny stuff happens around him. Yeah. Which is usually the case <laughs> in movies that are good that he's in. Goku continues to search for the Dragon Balls while down below the Red River Army continues to advance into the forest. Uh, while the searchers search, they run into a troop of monkeys with the Dragon Ball and chase them further into the forest. Colonel Silver gives the order to torch the forest to smoke them out. And as the Red River uh, sets the floors ablaze, they massacre the monkey troops. Probably the full support of the U.S. government. Yep. Smokey the Bear was pissed, but the U.S. government was uh, hard as a rock <laughs> watching this happen. I mean, they have a complete unilateral support from the for the Biden administration. Yep. To go after these monkeys. Which, uh, uh, which you gotta admit, that's probably what Biden said to Israel. Behind closed doors, yeah. That's <laughs> exactly closed what doors, said, yeah. probably what he said. Probably what he said. Torch those monkeys. That's exa- Those are his exact words. <laughs> I have good authority. Word. Here's the thing. He could be talking about any of the military engagements that the United States is in currently. So. Yeah. This... I, we all know, we all think it's one. But what, actually... It's a smorgasbord. Your choice. Your choice. Apply, apply. You know the the fist of the imperial, uh, to wherever, wherever America reigns. Fist of the I'm imperial sure should have been um, stars and stripes finishing move in My Hero Academia. Oh, that's true. The imperial. God damn, that would be. That, that's actually pretty good. Fist of the imperial. You know, it, you know, in the anime bios, where they say like and dislikes, like the dislikes should include like you know, South American government being self determinant. <laughs> <laughs> free elections, <laughs> like free elections, like that, that should be. <laughs> that starts as Trump's dislike, <laughs> like <laughs> free elections. The best thing about being American is how we can. Uh, call legitimacy on our elections like we love saying leg- elections aren't legitimate that like we start to do that at home now like i love that we have illegitimate elections at home yeah we- <laughs> yeah we love it we we love not we love not <laughs> illegitimate elections at home we love it abroad it's it's our favorite dish it's our favorite dish delegitimizing the electoral process is America's fucking... That is our fucking bag, bro. We love it. Stars and Stripes dislikes not arming uh, other countries with <laughs> Arming <nukes>. right-wing... <laughs> like, likes arming right-wing militias. Dislike 
so <laughs> communism <laughs> likes destabilization, dislikes indigenous self determination, likes and then, the free market because Star Trek's libertarian. <laughs> the free market, quote unquote, quote unquote, dislikes the actual free market. <laughs> Stars and Stripes, Libertarian presenting. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I, I just feel like Stars and Stripes would be Libertarian. I don't know. I just feel yeah. like... <laughs> something just something, hits him. something about it just, like, just feels right to me that... <laughs> I don't know. It just hits you in a certain way. Because she's rich, right? She's the number one US hero? Yeah, of course she's rich. But like, she's rich, character. but she's like a hero, so I feel like she wouldn't be like... Concert, like, I feel like she'd be libertarian, not, like, <laughs> Republican. I just, I don't know, that just feels... She's the kind of, she, I'll be honest, she's, like, the kind of, uh... I got a lot of, uh, Taylor Swift vibes from her. Mm. So she's, like, apolitical until it, you know, serves her need. Apolitical, but then sends money to places? Yeah, but she sends deal. money to both sides. Just, you well, know. sure, yeah. yeah. I mean. When you have so much of it, who fucking cares? Yeah, who fucking cares? Uh, Alright. Well, the soldiers continue their search. Uh, yeah, we did that. So they massacre the monkey troops. Goku intervenes, battles the troops, uh, destroys their, you know, utility vehicles with a giant boulder, and then Colonel Silver approaches. But before the two can do battle, the Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball holding monkey and her child race across the forest to escape. The monkey mom Runs by, blindly into the forest, uh, getting shot at by Colonel Silver, uh, and nearly falls off a cliff, only to be saved by Goku. Although, as he saves the monkey, Dragon Ball is lost into the river below. Where does that river go? We'll find out next episode. On Dragon Ball! Yep. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's right, there were monkeys in this episode. Baby face monkeys. The monkeys were the baby faces. We met along the way. Benji, how many uh, Dragon Balls did you give this here episode of Dragon Ball, episode 33? A this monkey a in good time. <laughs> this is a this is a four episode, a four Dragon Ball, a four star episode. Um, four star, you say? There's some action, but not a lot of action. Uh, Goku kicked the panther monkeys. in the face. Yeah, Goku kicked the panther in the face. Destroyed some tanks. But, like, the, the, the showdown between him him and Colonel Silver still didn't happen. So right. uh, I like in the English dub, Colonel Silver like gets out to confront Goku. Goku's like, you're the guy that attacked the Ox King. And he's like, I'm Colonel Silver, pleased to kill you. And I'm like... That's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's 1986, so this is a very appropriate way to introduce yourself. <laughs> It's kind of badass. I, I, I this, fuck with it. Yeah, the action in the '80s action genre. This is, yeah, um, the Monkey Kang Goku hanging out with his tribe. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty. It's a good setup episode. I'm excited for next episode to see what happens. Uh, I'm gonna go four stars as well. And with that, we get to everyone's favorite episode. Uh, every sorry, segment of every week. Plus. <laughs> You hear the bugs to call in, cross seven, scrambled eggs. Well, I've never seen that. Sh- I've never seen that show. Um, I never even really watched Cheers that much, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah, me neither. 
But sometimes I do want to go where everybody knows my name, you know? Mm, true. But not now. Fuck that. But now, let's tell the people at home where they can go if they want to know more about your name. Instagram uh, dot com backslash ham underscore wrestler for more ham underscore wrestler uh, memes and bullshit. Yep. And also, they should inquire about your... You, you got goodies. You got merch. I had merch, but my store is down because, you know... So they got inquired to you directly if they want merch. Yeah, DM me directly if you want merch. More merch in the new year. More plans in the new year. Keep it... Keep it going, guys. So you, the thing is, you had a store. I had a store, now I don't have a store. Uh, Pillman also had a store. Wardlow, you had a store. Uh, and thank you, as always, for... <laughs> you can uh, support us at patreon.com slash pod, Baby... Uh, we got Yu-Gi-Oh! back there, me and Hannah, uh, in the Battle City tournament, getting towards the finals, as well as, uh, uh, we my pretty derby, Gundam, uh, some other things, uh, the whole collection of content that, uh, Jeremy, Alex, and Katie, uh, contributed over the years, and then all of Dragon Ball GT, and I'm on, like, a, the last part of that as well, so... Yeah, go check that shit out, fam. And, uh, you know, also also we got Talking Naruto, uh, as you probably heard, if I remember to edit the, <laughs> the <laughs> plug-in earlier, which I was supposed to. So, yeah. And uh, me and Katie Rose, the professional wrestling pod, as well. Uh, and yeah, that's it, baby. Uh, we'll see you next year. Hold on, let me check the thing. Yeah, maybe, probably next year. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Um, uh, overthrow the government. And... <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye! Uh, for We'll see you next time for another episode of Bowling Out. Super! Overthrow the government. He was easy and I was alone And so we fool ourselves He shows up on time he picks up the phone Which is more than you could say for yourself He will hold me at night when we sleep And in the morning where you would always leave He'll say without wanting back They are coming with me Which is more than you could say for yourself